Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Majus Austin. I'm here to give Earth Signs a general reading for this week. Keep in mind, this is a general reading, so it may or may not resonate with you, and also this reading will be timeless. I will be pulling energies from the past, present, and future, so just take it however it resonates, only if it resonates Earth Signs. If you're interested to see what the reading has in store for you this week, then definitely stay tuned. All right, Earth Signs, so that is Virgo, Taurus. Capricorn energy. We're going to start off by pulling the external energies that may be affecting you by ways of people, places, or things, situationships, relationships, partnerships, fellowships. And also throughout the reading, I might pull a particular zodiac sign that may represent you, person of interest, timeline, influence. So please check your houses if you're into that kind of thing. And also make sure you read the description of this episode so you know everything you need to know. And also keep in mind, I'm just someone who loves to pull cards and interpret it to the best of my abilities, right? Do not feel obligated to listen to me, okay? Use your own discernment. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's see what's going on here. So we're going to start off by using the uh, astrology cards, okay? We'll get into the tarot, all right, and then we'll take a break and then get the advice from Spirit at the end, okay? And so, uh, yeah, this is just me pulling the energies, and it's, it could be all kinds of energies here, okay? So let's see what's going on. Earth signs, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn energy, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn energy. All right, so we have here fourth house. So fourth house is connected to cancer energy. Uh, it's about family, home, childhood, ancestral roots, nurturing emotions, solitude, and privacy. We have Vesta here, and Vesta is about tending to things. Uh, it's about sacrifices. It's about devotion. It's about home, worship, passion, and focus. Okay, and then we have here Mercury. Mercury is connected to Gemini and Virgo energy. Mercury is also connected to uh, the third house and the sixth house by because of uh, Virgo and Gemini. But it talks about um, communication, relaying information, learning things, socializing, thinking logically, and expressing. Uh, it could be logical expressions, I feel, as well. We have arrows, right? So it's romance, desire, passion, sex. It's about lovers. It's about what excites you. It's about blending of energies. It's about relationships and realizing one's dreams. And then we close this off with the ninth house, which is connected to Sagittarius, which is all about philosophy and knowledge and truth and teaching and understanding and having faith and exploring th uh, things and discovering things and about the journey. So I feel like it's a it's a culmination of like a lot of different things that a person can really be um, an, investing their 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 thoughts in. It could be on one hand a family dynamic. Okay, uh, the fourth the fourth house uh, showed up upside down, so it could be this energy here 
where it could be dealing with emotions that are tied to like family dynamics, um, emotions that uh, that a person uh, could be um, dealing with in regards to like the home, okay? Um, or it could be with children. I feel like it, it kind of feels like, okay, we'll, we'll get there. Um, and also too, it could be in regards to like relationships, right? So home and relationships and stuff like that. But I feel like overall, it's this energy where it's like, no matter what, it's more so about what it is that a person personally wants to invest their time and energy in. Um, it feels like a choice of some sort where it's like, for example, I have things that's going on at home. And so I need to take some time out to really just deal with that and then put that first as opposed to dealing with a relationship or um, just like a, a personal career or some sort, right? So it's for some, it's like choosing to deal with what's going on in the home and what's going on with family or taking like a PTO type thing to really just like kind of deal with one's uh, personal situations, right? For some, it could be this energy here where it's like, I want to hang out with you, but I can't because I, I don't have a babysitter or I don't have... I don't have someone to watch my kids or my kids don't want to go stay at, you know, their grandparents or aunt's house or something like that or uncle's house or something like that. And so it can be a bit frustrating where it's just like, oh, my kids, man, such cock blockers, right? Like it kind of feels like that where, and I understand, I, I totally understand because there are some times where, People just want to be able to breathe and like be free and like just have the opportunity to just like do with what, what is that one needs to do or wants to do or desires to do. But it's just like, ugh, like, please, can we just like not go here? <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I feel that way. Some I used to feel that way or I, I wouldn't say used to. I've been I've been down that road before where sometimes I just want to do my reading or I want to record or I want to do the things that I want to do, but I can't because my kids are like, they don't, they want to be up underneath me. It's just like, give me some space. Like I'm not going anywhere, especially, you know, when it's at night and I'm like, I put y'all to bed. <laughs> y'all should be sleeping. And then my youngest wakes up, wakes himself up, uh, knocks on the door and is crying like, oh, can you come sit in? Can you come stand in the room? Can you watch me sleep? And it's just like, really? <laughs> like, I got stuff that I need to do. OK, um, I feel like uh, for some, it does feel like a conversation of some sort where it's like, listen, mommy or daddy needs to have our me time and I understand that things are difficult for you right now in regards to needing to be all up underneath me right like it's it's about having that it's about having that conversation uh for some it, it's giving me the vibes of like a time where I was having a conversation where a person was telling me about their a friend was telling me about uh introducing a new love interest into 
the dynamic or to the household and her oldest really was not having it and it was just so mean and all that stuff like that because things didn't go didn't work out with um the previous their previous relationship and so um the oldest blamed um the new the the new lover uh for uh why the relationship didn't work out before like in in the last relationship and so i was saying like you have to have that conversation with your kid because it's not fair that the the new love interest is being attacked and being mistreated and and with with aggression and attitude when it's not his fault and so um like it, it kind of feels like that it kind of reminds me of that as well right so with this mercury there's this need for someone to have that conversation where it's just like hey like you need to understand that you cannot act this way or you cannot or we cannot react this way i won't tolerate it right um and it's not about it's 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 not about like being mean or anything but it's it's for the it's for the sake of just being respectful and teaching our kids to be respectful right um with this uh arrows here in this ninth house I feel like there's this desire to want to explore and be able to be with um, someone or something, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be a person per se, but it could be like wanting to spend time and in investing in something that person loves that makes a person feel really good inside. And so it's this energy here where it's like, you're going to have to respect that I need this time. I need this time allocated for myself to do the things that I need to get done. Okay. Um, if it's not children, then it's, it's like, um, within the family dynamic. So it can be like, a, um, like ex lovers or, or baby, baby daddies or baby mamas, um, ex husbands, ex wives, right. Um, in laws, um, grandparents, or whatever, where it's just like, listen, like, I, I can't tolerate this right now. At the bottom of the deck here, we have the waning gibbous moon. Okay, so communication, shared information, community, and feeling shunned, right? And so, um, yeah, take what you will with that information. Let's get into the tarot. Let's see what's going on here for earth signs. So let's see, we start off with, hmm, the Hermit, Four of Cups, Three of Swords. I feel like, yeah, I feel like there is this need with this Hermit, Virgo energy, this need to really just have some alone time. It's like a person doesn't feel like mentally or emotionally, like just capable of just tolerating um, a lot of things. It really feels also too where it's just like I need to think just give me some time to think I really need to think about how I feel and and what's going on with me a person can be feeling some type of way with this four of cups and the three of swords and it's just this like I just I can't think w with everyone just surrounding me and everyone just demanding me like I'm going through things personally and I just need some time 
I just need some time. Just give me some time. Okay, the challenge here is the five of swords. But it's like dealing with an energy here. It could be a child here with this uh, child of cups here. It's, it's dealing with an energy here. Like just, like it's just like whininess, baby stuff, right? It's like, it, it just kind of feels like just this desire to just really just get away from that feeling because it comes across as nagging. It's like, ex not necessarily exasperating, but it can get to that point. Um, it just feels really just like, I cannot take this right now. I cannot deal with the, with the whininess. I can't deal with, with the, the emotions and like, it's like dealing with children, right? Where it's just like, when someone hits someone else and then they're they're like, oh, she did it. No, he did it. He touched me first. He he keeps touching me. He keeps poking me. And he said this. And tell him to shut up. And it's just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's just like, it, it feels just like, oh, my gosh. Like, not today. Not today. Right? It feels that way. Where it's just like, not today. Yeah, it could be some kind of conflict some kind of like argument or whatever the case may be and it's just like like and it, and it, it also feels like we're just like I don't even I like it's like I can't even fathom like who is in the wrong here like it because it kind of feels like it's like there's like other people are accusing other people right that person is accusing that person but that person is also accusing that person and so it just kind of gets a little bit frustrating where it's just like you know what like I don't even care at this point. Like, I don't care who did it. Just, just stop. And I feel like that could either trigger this feeling that a person feels where it's just like, it could be a little overwhelming or it could be like, I just can't take this right now. And so I just need some, I just need some time to really like, just kind of like zone out. Right. So it's like, whether it's like locking some, a person, like locking oneself in their room, and I, and I used to do that. I don't do it anymore. But whenever it just got too much, I used to just not lock myself. I used to just sit in my room instead of like going out there to like, um, like discipline from a space of like masking. Right. Um, and we can do that sometimes. Right. Where it's just like if we can't get control of our emotions or just our temperament and stuff like that, it's this energy where it's just like just like it's like putting on like a mask in order to protect um that aspect of self that can like unleash right but it's this energy of like saying like i'm just gonna take some time out i'm gonna i'm gonna go on a balcony or i'm gonna just go out sit on my stoop and just get get kind of like woosa because if i come if i if i deal with the situation i might not handle it properly and so for some it could be this energy of 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 temper for some it could be this energy here of not handling it properly from the standpoint of making it like a, a joke kind of thing and that can in a sense enable or disable um a person who is having to witness that and so it's like well i'm not being heard or i'm not taken seriously or whatever the case may be and so it's this energy of having a kind of attitude towards how a parent like reacts or deals with a, a situation 
because it, it kind of feels like from the standpoint of say like if a person was being attacked and they're trying to be honest and, and say like it, it it wasn't me it was it was her or it was him they did it and then they're like no 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 she did it she did it and then like the parent reacts like in a funny way or whatever the person that is actually being targeted will will be impacted by that right and so there's this need to kind of step out and just kind of like really just understand um how like what the situation was and what ex like what happened because with with this four of cups here and this uh three of swords it feels like a person personally maybe like negatively impacted or infect or affected by the situation or dealing with a situation that um, a person, you know, externally, uh, an external person may feel affected by it. And it could, it could be dealing with children, okay? And it could be this need for someone to have to apologize um, about hurting someone's feelings and um, doing something that was not, not so nice. Okay, and so, um, yeah, because there's this need here with this Four of Wands is to really look at it as a uh, as a a, an, a pivotal or an important kind of moment that or like a brick that lays a foundation um, when it comes down to a dynamic right or or whatever the case may be and if it's not children it could be dealing with someone that's younger or dealing with someone who where it's like it's the beginning of a relationship of some sort where it's like, um, I want to be able to make sure that I handle this situation properly so that we can kind of set the, set the tone for how the relationship can potentially be moving forward. And so, um, that's the energy that I'm getting here. Okay. The foundation we have here, child of wands, child energy, again, elder of swords, um, guardian of wands ace of cups and so um i feel like here it can be it can be dealing with parents here as well where this the relationship may not be romantic or whatever but it can be like trying to be cordial here in order to provide love security and um support to someone who who needs it okay um, to someone who needs it. Uh, Elder of Swords is Aquarius energy. Guardian of Wands, to me, is my Sagittarius energy. And so, yeah, I do feel like there is this need to have to, to really um, be in that space of just thinking of com the community aspect as opposed to just individually, right? So it's like an individual kind of like, um, mindset or belief or something like that. There's this need to kind of incorporate um, just a new way or like just other other ways of thinking, other ways of beliefs or other beliefs or whatever the case may be. Whereas like um, Queen with the with this um, Elder of Swords, it can be this energy here where it's just like one way. It's like a straight way, like this is how it is. It's like just uniformity kind of thing where it's just like this is how it is this is how it's supposed to be this is what I believe and this is where it's at and this is where we'll stand 
right? But then we have someone here, the guardian of wands, which is like, no, it's not just about, it's not just about that way of thinking. Maybe that way of thinking is old, right? There's this need to kind of like be more incorpor incorporating when it comes down to how this situation is when it comes down to the child, because not only can it affect how the, uh, the child deals with one's emotions, whether they're able to deal with them or not, or they like kind of like take it in and just kind of swallow it, right? But then it also talks about how the child can then be able to, to work and to, to, to be in society and how they deal or, or, or just, you know, how they are and, 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 and how they move. Okay. Um, it's a really sensitive kind of thing here that really requires with this Ace of Cups, this energy of in, in, incorporating compassion and love and understanding, right? But also to discipline, but it's, it's more so coming from that space of cultivating and, and, and building upon someone, right? Uh, because it really become, it really feels impressionable and it really feels like um, how the dynamic is. Uh, can potentially impact and affect how a, a, a kid grows up and becomes and thrives in life, whether that's for the good or for the bad. Yeah, because it, it really feels like support. Like there's like this need for support with this Ace of Cups here. It's like through the, although there will be challenges, it's this energy like you have our support. There's no need to fear. There's no need to feel alone. We have, we have your, you have our support. Um, in the past, we have here the Explorer of Swords. Okay. Um, Nine of Wands. Okay. Seven of Wands. Okay. I feel like it, it feels like when it comes down to a particular situation, it's, it's really difficult to unpack how a person really focuses on how difficult things seems to be, but despite the issues, right? And this is just an example where a child sees two parents bickering and fighting and they're not able, they're constantly clashing. There's this need to try and learn to blossom through those issues, but it's, it's hard. It's hard because what's always in the background of, of, of a person's like just, just maybe foundation, right? Or mindset is, is this constant clashing that starts to really weigh down on a person. Okay. Um, when my mom and my stepdad argued a lot and they, they fought a lot and sometimes I was dragged in the middle of it and I was forced to sometimes have to pick a side. Um, it never made me feel good. Actually, it, it, it made me feel it made me feel like I was doing something wrong and I was and I was participating in things that can potentially hurt the person, the people that I love. Um, and then it never felt good to be attacked from both sides or to be used and exploited in that way. Um, I remember one time, I don't think I was ever actually going to do it. But I remember when I was on the phone and 
I had, I got the call. I got a call from, I'm not going to say who, but, um, a person said that they weren't going to speak to me anymore. And I, I remember going into the bathroom and think like I, I, I grabbed something and I went in the bathroom and I, it wasn't a nice experience and a nice feeling. I was really emotional. I was really distraught. I was really just, just so sad. I was really sad. And what made me stop was my brother, my little brother at the time he was knocking on the door. He, he just kept calling me and it was just so annoying, but I just stopped. I don't think I would have ever done it, but just the fact that there was an urge there, it was just so, it was just like, it's, it was just so, so sad. Um, and so I feel like with this seven of wands, it's this need to deal with that pain. It's this need to deal with, with that issue in order to, to, in a sense, keep it away. You know, it's like, keep it away. Like if, if I, if I do this, then it won't hurt anymore or I won't be affected by it anymore. And so sometimes we choose to like learn to numb ourselves and we learn to, 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 pretend it doesn't exist so we learn to find like outlets to kind of like express ourselves but without having to use our words right and so um we'll pour our pain and our sadness in like in art or in music or in relating or in relationships right and so that's the energy that i'm getting here okay where it's this energy of really just having to kind of like explore um, like what that pain feels, um, like, let's see in the heart space in the upside down justice guardian of pentacles. Yeah. It's this feeling here where with this Libra, um, uh, guardian of pentacles is my Virgo card. It just, it could be legal, um, issues, right? Legal situations, right? But it's also to this energy of how it can potentially trickle down and affect a person in a negative way where it just feels so unstable and just it, it, it just doesn't feel fear, fair, right? And it starts to get to the point where person starts to take that personally, right? Um, it's it, and it's also too this energy of being really careful of the influence here because I do remember at, at a time where I was going through the things that I was going through. I was watching Degrassi. There was a girl, I forgot her name, Elliot, I think. She used to wear a rubber band and she used to like do, you know, she used to like pluck the rubber band against her wrist and stuff like that to kind of like punish herself and stuff like that. Now, I tried that and I was like, I can't, that, that ain't for me. <laughs> I just, uh, I could not deal with that, but, um, I started to, to, I started to escape by ways of just imagining myself, um, with a, with a, it started off by me imagining myself with a family dynamic that was better than my own. And then it started to be a thing where I started to fantasize and uh, about the kind of love that I would that I, that I desired or that, not that I would want and stuff like that. 
which in in some ways are not necessarily healthy on that would they're not healthy because it causes you to escape to being within that realm of the imagination and 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 taking oneself from being in that space of being present and learning and finding healthier ways to cope with um uh things right um and so i became someone who just it it became difficult to be myself and to know myself and to grow as myself as a human it was just more so i started to see myself as a as a character in uh in my favorite shows with my favorite family and my favorite potential love interest and that's how i it was that's why it was so easy for me to fall in love with someone like you know the image of corbin blue because he represented for me he was a symbol for like getting away and 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 freedom right but that's unhealthy because there should be no reason why i become emotionally um hurt or scarred when someone who doesn't even know i exist <laughs> right goes into a relationship and 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 or is like in a romantic relationship with someone on a movie and then i'm i'm crying and ripping his picture up and 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 writing a sad letter to 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 this person in regards to how hurt i felt because he he was with you know monique in um uh high school musical and he wasn't with me <laughs> you know like it it's it kind of it if it, 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 it feels innocent but when i unpack that the mental the 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 mental level i was at right it's it's not it's not okay um and so yeah i feel like also too we start to become programmed in regards to how we judge certain people and how we judge certain things and so i was so fascinated with the idea of corbin blue that i started to become really biased in the kind of people uh the kind of men uh or boys at the time the kind of boys i was attracted to and so it's like if they didn't look like corbin blue and they didn't have hair then i didn't want to be with them i didn't like them i didn't find them attractive whereas before i never really i never had a preference to that to that degree or to that magnitude it was just like you know i i i remember having a crush on someone who didn't even look like corbin blue but it becomes a thing where a person starts to become really biased and really um really uh i don't know i guess the only way i can say is bias or prejudice for some it could be you know prejudice and like preference and stuff like that right and so that's the energy that i'm getting here all right it's this energy of just not being able to treat oneself um righteously because the person a person is experiencing unrighteousness in their life okay um heart space in the upright we have here strength and eight of cups so it's this strength here to have to detach right um from from things that really 
just doesn't feel right anymore. Um, it could be a mindset of some sort, right? There's this desire here to really just learn to, to, it kind of, it's the line that I'm getting from, um, what's his name? I mean, I was about to say Lamar Odom, um, Kendrick Lamar, where he was saying, um, a flower blooming in a dark room, right? And so that's the energy that I'm getting here with this strength card, right? Where it's like within that darkness, you know, a person can still bloom, okay? Um, yeah, that's really interesting. So there's this desire here to really be able to um, transform oneself in, in, in regardless of their circumstances, right? And so, like, is really think I'm really thinking about high school. I'm really thinking about high school and how. At the time, I was going through a lot of things personally with my with my mom, and that was during the time where we started to well, where she started to get physical with me, and um, in some ways, I allowed those incidences, those experiences, incidents, <laughs> whatever. I allowed those things to kind of like shape the kind of person that I wanted to become. Um, and in the beginning, it felt really tempting because I was I was given an opportunity to um, express myself, but I was able to be aware at that time to understand how my narrative can affect my personal life and the people in my life, you know, there was, I feel like in, yeah, it was like in sophomore year, I was going, that, that's when it started, I feel, or maybe high, in, in freshman year towards, I don't know, but there was a time in sophomore year where like the things that were happening really um, affected my grades. I was absent a lot and um, my teacher sat me down one time at the lobby of the school and she was just like, I don't understand, you know, you're such a really good student and um, I want to be able to give you a really good grade, but you've been absent a lot of times and um, that has really been affecting your, your, your grade. And so I, instead of just saying like, I understand and I'll accept the consequences and this kind of third, I found a way to kind of help to tell my story by in a way to help me man, help manipulate my grades so that I wouldn't get a, a bad grade. Um, and so, no, this was freshman year. Yeah. Okay. So I told my teacher what had an, an incident that happened um, during the time that, that particular time where I was gone for uh, some time and I being able to share my story in that way and move a person in that way but also manipulate a person in that way really like made it aware that I had power in that way um 
And I can see how that can potentially be a thing for a person to really get addicted to that. But I just decided that I wasn't going to do anything um, to harm my family because I, I think there was a time where the teacher, uh, one of the teachers decided to call ACS. But I said, no, I didn't want to do that. Um, and um, I instead I opted to take counseling during high school. But I can see how that could be a potential thing here where it seems like at home, no one really cares. No one really acknowledges what a person is truly going through. But then you have someone, like you have people in the school system who are prying and just really just wanting to know what's going on and how showing that, that, that kind of support, like, oh my goodness, like this is how, this is not okay. Like, you know, like my teacher, she ended up giving me my, her, her email and we ended up speaking you know, um, because she just, she showed the, the kind of concern that my mom wasn't able to provide me during that time. And so I, I see how an, an external person can kind of come in and really um, feed someone something that a person is, is, is in dire need of. But I can also see on the other side how a person can see that this could be a great manipulation tool to get the things that a person wants. So it's like, oh my goodness, like someone feels sorry for me, someone sees me, someone acknowledges me, someone wants to give me the attention and the love that I'm looking for. And so I would like to hold on to it. I'm gonna, I would like to manipulate this for as long as I can. And so that could be a thing as well. And so there is this need to really like, like, be in the home personally really just get the answers in order to help settle this situation so that this is not a thing where it where a child is looking outside to 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 get love and appreciation and attention because you never know right where a person where a kid can get that that attention and that influence from okay and so yeah it could be this energy sometimes of like running away, wanting to run away and stuff like that with this strength in this eight of cups, right? All right, so in the future we have here elder of cups. Okay, so elder of cups, Scorpio energy, the star, Aquarius energy, the world. Okay, seven of pentacles. So I feel like it's not necessarily like an, an all the time kind of thing. Okay, um, I do feel like it can be seasonal, right? Like how sometimes people talk about seasonal depression or something like that. Like it, it, it can just be like, like sometimes everything is okay and then sometimes things are just not okay. And so I feel like with this uh, King of Cups here, there is that, that's a, a masculine energy where it's like there's, a, there's this need to have a masculine energy present that is able to really just offer that love and understanding and truthfulness and honor, right? It's kind of like where um, in the, uh, in the uh, A Streetcar Named Desire, how Blanche was dealing with all these men that just didn't know how to treat her. I mean, she was already going through things mentally, right? Um, she, she went through a whole lot. But then she had to deal with Stanley, who 
who assaulted her and then someone who she thought that she was actually going to marry and fall in love with and she thought that he accepted her you know he was able to be manipulated into um you know looking down on her and judging her and so towards the end of the movie after she finally snaps and she breaks and they send her to like a, a psych ward there was a there was an older man who approached her and he 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 provided a kind gesture for her and she was saying something i think she she said something i always took to the kindness of strangers okay um and so there's this need here to 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 show kindness and to show um regardless of a person's situation there's this need to kind of like offer non-judgmentalness right into that space um there's this need to bring in acceptance and a welcome kind of loving energy that allows a person to be able to feel accepted and and, and trusted and and be able to um be guided right to where a person needs to go although the guy in the in the the book and movie he guided her into the car that guided her into the psych ward but it doesn't have to be that way it's just more so like take my hand i'll show you or i i can help you right it's like kind of what's that guy's name sam right in holes where he's like i can fix that right <laughs> it's like that yeah and so, um, yeah, it's, it's a very vulnerable kind of thing. Cause when you think about how Sam finally, you know, like approached, um, what's her name? Oh my goodness. I forgot her name, but kissing, kissing Kate Barlow, how he was able to approach her and that when she was reading that poem that I think he, Sam knew and she's like, Sam, I didn't know you could read <laughs> or something like that. But, um, it was in that vulnerable moment that they were able to connect in that way. So there's this need to kind of like when a person is going through that season of like just vulnerability, it's this energy here for a masculine energy to come in and really just, just offer, um, companionship. Um, it doesn't, is not necessarily on a lover's kind of thing. It's, it's just more so like, you're not alone. I'm here. I'm, I, I'm here to support and, and, and walk you through this difficult time. Okay. Yeah. Like, but the star, right. It's like a guidance of some sort. Okay. Um, yeah, where, yeah, with, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm getting here with this. Okay. So, um, yeah. Okay. That's the energy. That's the, that's the energy that I'm getting here. We'll take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back with the advice and spirit. All right earth sign so let's see what's going on here all right so we have here uh dagas so let's see what's going on here so it says here um oh it's thagas sorry so it says dawn daylight so thagas is the rune card associated with dawn and daylight and is therefore a symbol of new awakeness and hope to 
ancient Norse peoples, each new dawn and the welcome light from the sun breaking through after nighttime uncertainty was a miracle. So whenever Thagas appears in a reading, it tends to be a very good sign indeed. Success is on the cards. However, to ensure that this success materializes, it is important that you continue on a path of self-improvement and think and act positively. Hope is often a crucial ingredient for success in life. So if you are going through tough times, this card reminds you that darkness is always followed by the dawn and a new awakening. You need to have renewed faith in your ability to pull through. Another association with this card is personal transformation. It suggests that you are growing rapidly in self-awareness and are having or are about to have a major breakthrough. Okay, let's get a crystal slash gemstone card. Okay, so let's see here. We have here blue lace agate, so peace, gentle, new beginnings. So blue lace agate is your supportive nudge in the right direction, whispering words of encouragement when you experience self-doubt. It opens your throat chakra and helps ease any blockages in your self-expression. Being seen and heard is a priority. Your feelings are valid and important too. Don't worry about what others will think. Release all fear of judgment and get ready to leave any thoughts of inadequacy behind. Blue Lace Agate encourages you to start anew because every day is a fresh beginning. So Gemini, Pisces, and Mercury. Lastly, we have here Tanzine Aura Quartz. So enchantment, cosmic, and alchemy. Cosmic alignment is here. Tanzine Aura Quartz brings equilibrium equilibrium to our multidimensional states melding mind and body for a spiritual balance with indigo rays vibrating high this stone and this stone heightens the ability to see and communicate beyond this world tanzine aura course gently opens your crown chakra creating a channel between the divine and your body made from the rare metal um indium this crystal brings metaphysical qualities to a higher understanding of one's uh, metaphysical abilities. You are more powerful than you think. So Virgo, Pisces, and Uranus. Sorry about that. My left eye started to tear up. So let's close this off with a self-care card for Earth signs. Virgo, Taurus, Capricorn energy. Oh, no, no, no. They always fall on the floor. Sorry, give me a second. Gotta get these cards. All right. So we have here rest and create art. Alrighty then. That is all that I have for you all, Earth Signs. Thank you so much for tuning in. Good luck to you all in your amazing journeys. I hope I was able to help you out in any way, shape, or form. Until next time.